Single Simulcast is about a lot of things. This podcast may make you laugh, cry, or pound your fists into your desk. If you hear something you like or something you don't, leave a voicemail at 916-572-9016 or email us at singlesimulcast at gmail.com. One. Single. Simulcast. Somebody's house about to explode. Probably mine. Oh, you okay. got that old school night dad person talking and we're on drugs echo going on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm better. Okay. Alright, I was about to say, don't bring me no bad news. Oh, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I watched that video on my iPad because I'm not dumb enough to watch it on my computer. Right? Watched it on my iPad. I'm glad some. I'm glad that the uh, website I was on warned me. Uh, this is not safe for work. Don't trust this. Um, and we're just like this is actually a beautiful video. Like it was very, very, very artistic. Um, and I just, I mean, Cardi's no slouch. Let's let's be honest. Let's be honest. Um, I would. I, I shout out to Big Brother Piano, um, who was in the the video as well. Uh, Ray J's Big Brother Piano. Uh, it's important that we show love where where it's appreciated. Um, but there was just so much stuff going on in that video, and it was all just affirming. Mm-hmm. One of the so. best things that I saw in the video was her going. Uh, from one shot of her stripping to the next shot of her breastfeeding. Yep. Because in my mind, people give those two things in this day and age. A lot of dummies are giving those two things the same amount of uh, scorn when neither of them deserve either or deserve any. (sighs) Stephanie, Shante, what'd y'all think about it? Shante, you want to go first? Oh, yeah, I just sure. I thought. Man, I thought it was dope. I I thought it was dope seeing the people on Twitter breaking down uh, where the different influences were. Like I think all when it was the women in the uh, in the suits or whatever. I think that was like a fairy Moogler shoot for Playboy. I think then there was you know then uh, you know because they showed because this is the whole thing on Twitter. They were showing pictures side by side and everything. Then you know she was uh, you know basically given Kim giving Lil' Kim her flowers while she's mm-hmm. here, which was really dope with that whole, uh, with the whole the spot shot and everything. Yeah. yeah, basically the pose. But yeah, just giving, you know, giving, giving Kim her flowers as far as the pose, but also uh, the, the gold outfit and everything. Cause obviously she wasn't wearing uh, that gold uh, outfit with the, the thing on top, the kind of Cleopatra or whatever kind of thing. She wasn't doing that in uh, on the album cover, but she did that uh, during a different performance. So that was dope. It was dope, like Rashani said, as far as seeing the the juxtaposition between the sexiness and the motherhood aspect that she's trying to go for. I thought that was cool to see because I do think people people want people to people want women to choose one or the other. And so if you do one, then it somehow negates the other or eliminates the ability to do the other. So it was dope to see her doing both or to see the image of her doing, you know, to see that image of her doing both. 
um i have to echo what shantae said i my edges are still not right um i had a santa hat on today and it flew (laughs) off i love this video and i love and i wasn't one of the people who didn't like the song some people were kind of like meh on the song and then the video helped it i liked the song from day one and then this just enhanced my love for the song but all the imagery the juxtaposition between her stripper past and where she is now i love it i love the scene of her sitting at the piano i loved all the hair i'm like oh i just i just love this video i really did and i'm one of these and i'm i am one of these people where i don't with the whole breastfeeding thing it may just be me but i'm like I don't want to see it, but I'm not going to stop you either. And if I see somebody being trash about it, I'm going to smack them upside their head. I'm like, leave her the hell alone. But but people were lining up to be trash about it because they're trash. Right, of course. <laughs> like, I want to see your boobs out. I'm like... I do. I take the... Okay. I'm talking about breastfeeding women, sir. Oh. Well, I do. <laughs> I mean, either way, I do because... Formula is really like it's it's a choice, but it's I'm not gonna go into the whole getting on my 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 soup my soapbox about it and all. But formula, all I'm gonna say about formula is it makes the baby's doo doo stink horribly. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I th- I think well, eh, it's there's pros and cons as far as poop is concerned. <laughs> When it comes to what you feed, when it comes to what you feed the baby, but definitely, definitely do not want to disparage formula or mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. because there are lots of women who want to breastfeed but and can't, can't breast and and can't breastfeed for one reason or another. Whether you know whatever the reason is, you know whether it's the baby not being able to latch on, whether it's you know just the milk not coming like it's you know like you thought it would or whatever. So definitely don't want to disparage formula feeding or not making that choice at all. No, I just want to disparage the uh, stanking ass shit that uh, was all the way up my little cousin's back uh, the first time that I fed him with formula. And it didn't even take like he didn't even make it through a whole bottle. It was just like <laughs> he burped, well, see, he hiccup, and then it was just up his back. I don't even know how the fuck it happened because I was holding him. <laughs> In my arms. I don't know how it went up his back when he wasn't even laying down. He was in my arms, holding, sitting like I was holding it. Like, it was, how'd that happen? How did it get everywhere? And he gurgled at me. The breastfeeding. That happens with the breastfeeding, too. That's why I was like, ugh. And then I couldn't change him for like. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't. He probably got diaper rash because I couldn't. I was, I was, I was only 16. I was 16 in my defense. I couldn't change him for like 15 minutes because every time I got near the little fucker, I started dry heaving. And so I was like, I want to change you. And I know you're suffering, but I'm suffering too. And I, just I, ugh, I couldn't hold my breath that long and so oh um I called my cousin into the room and she came into the room and I was like he dooted up his back and she was like good for him and I was like well you have a son like breathe in deep and help me 
And she was like, nah, this is your job. You're the one who's getting paid to babysit them. And I was like, that's true. And so I ended up changing them. I literally, after I got done changing them, having to carry the diaper out to the trash can, I vomited. Having to put the 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 onesie into the laundry, I dry heaved again. It was all bad. Oh, and ugh, oh, it was God. like, oh, just oh, God, just thinking about it. Oh, my God. I don't even know how that happened because he hadn't eaten any real food yet. I think my grandma had been letting him suck on a rib bone or something. Black folks do weird stuff with babies. What? What? Uh, oh, that bone. baby crying. That baby crying. He must be teething. Nigga, he's two weeks old. Get that rib bone away from that baby's mouth. You ain't letting that baby eat no meat? No, he's a month old. You need to let him get some meat in his system, and oh then he's going to grow faster. Oh, my God. You ain't never heard none of that, or is it just my family? I figured it was just my family's from the South, so it was a Southern no, thing. No, no, I've heard it, so... Yeah, I mean, I've heard stuff like that, too. Where, well, well, you got the doctor who says, you know, you can start putting them on solids at four to six months or whatever. And then you Which got the family. Weird. And then you got the family. Well, I'm talking about like just like baby food solids, like not oh, like okay. that's that's what like, you know, like give a chicken breast. Wait, what? no, not like that. Just like baby food solids. Oh. And then but you got family who's like. We ain't giving the baby no baby food. Just give the baby something off your plate. Kind of that kind yep. of shit. So, uh, yeah. fuck, right. fuck that cereal. Fuck that mush. Give that little nigga some of this mac and cheese that your auntie made. Put some hair on her chest. Wait, what? What? Yeah, or, or, they're, or they're telling you to give it. Like, hell, they'll even tell you to put the cereal in, like, the little baby. Uh, in the little, little baby. Because it's, like, oh, it's supposed to help him sleep. Which it mm-hmm. might, you know. Because they, they, it might help him sleep. But you just... Everybody's got their own things as far as like how to raise kids and take care of babies and and all that different kind of stuff. Yeah, I listen to some of them until I realize why. Like, especially after that shit up the back situation, I'm like, I ain't okay. listening. To we, uh, I don't know how that happened, Stephanie. I don't. I just dry heaved again, thinking about it. Oh my god, it burns in my throat. Um, all baby shit up the back. So get get your mind right, folks. You want a baby, be prepared to be in the shit. Like, I don't even know how that happens. And they will look at you while they're doing it. That's the thing. The baby's like, focus on me. Don't look away. Look right in my eyes. There it is. And <laughs> the baby probably ain't even paying attention to you. Oh, my <laughs> God. The baby light. <laughs> oh, my God. The baby. I saw a baby shit so hard once that their eyes crossed. And I was like, I'm not holding that kid. I don't know how we got here. Single simulcast. I already said that. Shantae's here. Stephanie's here. Um, I want to tell y'all about something, but it's just between us, okay? Um, this is just between us. It's very, very important that I make sure that y'all know that. So I'm gonna get closer and 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 I'm gonna talk a little bit softer. I'm gonna bring it in. Um, so my wife and I have been married for a, a, a fuck ton of years. Um, twelve. 12. Sounds like a fuck ton to me. 12. <laughs> shit. That's shit. That's shit. I've seen niggas make it to like a year, and I was like, damn, really? That's it? Oh, yeah. She shits with the door open. I couldn't take it. Get the fuck out of my house. Um, But 
so my wife and I have been married for a while and um, we have kids. Mm-hmm. We have four of them, which means we're never alone, which is horrible, except at night. Uh, so when we're alone at night, we. Uh, we spend time together and um, one time a couple nights ago. I had a uh, a AAU tournament last week, which is why there was no show last week, um, because I had an AAU tournament uh, throughout the weekend. So we went to the AAU tournament and lost all three games, but it was our first time being in a tournament, our first time playing as a team. And overall, the kids did really well, considering the the opposition that they were going up against. Um, Anyhow, that's neither here nor there. We come back home from the tournament. And I have a coaches meeting uh, later on that evening. So we get back home. We're chilling and everything. And one thing leads to another. And we have an empty room. And the TV show we're watching is but. So we get to know one another. And whilst we're getting to know one another, our youngest son lives on the next side of the room from us. So, like, he's on the other side of the wall. Like, there's two rooms upstairs. He's the other room. And um, whilst we were getting to know one another, I thought I heard the door jiggle, but I am not a dummy, so the door is always locked. So the door jiggled, and then the door stopped jiggling, and I kept jiggling because we were getting to know one another. And <laughs> oh, my God. Then um, after we got to know each other really well, I uh, got dress got cleaned up got dressed because i had to wash my hands okay and my face all right um Bruh. that's already too much it's important that you uh, no it's not continue uh, you wash your hands before you go to a meeting what okay nope goodbye all right so come on. anyhow i leave for this meeting and while i'm gone our youngest son comes in and asks his mom if she's okay <laughs> and she says yeah I'm fine what do you mean am I okay and he was saying well while I was sitting in my room playing video games I heard your bed bumping up against the wall and you sounded like you were in trouble mm. and I came to try and help you But your door was locked. Are you okay? Because you sounded like you needed help. Okay. She (laughs) waits till I get home to tell me that our son, he didn't even mention me. Like, I don't even know if he thought I was in the room or not. I don't know what he thought was happening. Okay, about you? Exactly. I learned that all the time. Don't nobody give a fuck about me. Um, Seriously, in this situation, he was not even thinking I was there. Like, he just thought his mom was locked in a room wrestling against an angel. Um, that's biblical, ladies and gentlemen. It was also they were fucking, too. Um, but. So we I get home and she tells me the situation and I laugh because she's so embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. so just red faced. I mean, and my my beloved wife, 
never gets red faced. She never gets embarrassed. And she is so embarrassed. And she's like, it's your fault. And I'm like, what exactly is my fault? And she was like, the bed was moving. And I was like, what exactly was my fault? Because you were horizontal across the bed. Like you weren't. So the bed shouldn't even have moved. So, but I'm just amused that my wife and I getting to know one another sounded to my son like a distress signal. And he immediately activated and was ready to fight to the death, whatever it was that was harming his mom. He was also ready to fight to the death when I told him precisely what was going on. Wait, like you told him, told him? Well, he's 11. Oh, okay. No, I just know. It's just, yeah, you know, yeah, some, I told parents, him. some parents, you know, like some people say, like, oh, you told him what was going on. And then some people, parents are like, you know, they made up some shit. Fuck no. <laughs> Look, because it's going to happen again, nigga. <laughs> it's going to happen again, little nigga. You need to know if the walls are rocking, just put on your headphones and go to fuck to sleep. Because I'm team leave it in. So um, I told him and that got Nisha even more embarrassed because he was looking at her and he was like, so that noise mom was making? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, and the door was and I was like, yeah. And then he was like, and I was like, yeah, whatever you were going to ask is also, yeah. And I, 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 he went downstairs and told his older brother about the conversation that he had just had with myself and, and some small part Nisha. Oh my. And his older brother, who's also a jerk, laughed <laughs> at him because his older brother got to have the conversation when he was 10. Both of these little niggas have <laughs> responded to distress signals by their mom and found out way more about life than they wanted to. But, I mean, we've talked about sex with our kids since they were, like, very little, very young. Uh, we talked about safe spaces, privacy. Uh, we did this is your private parts. No, these this, you know, this is your body. If you don't want somebody to touch you, say, don't touch me. You don't want somebody, and that uh, that includes hugging. Like if you don't want somebody mm-hmm. to touch you, I don't want. I don't want to. I want to do that. And if they continue, kick them, call me, and then we'll take care of it. And we had that talk when they were really young, but I think I forgot to have it with the youngest son. So yeah, we're gonna find out because I'm gonna get to know my wife again um, sometime in the next week. It's Christmas, so. I hope he doesn't knock on the door, because if he does, I'm going to answer the door bucket naked. Come on. N- little nigga, we talked about this. <laughs> uh, no. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be no, like Big Rains and Baby no, Boy. No. No. <laughs> I'm going to walk my naked ass in the kitchen and make some scrambled eggs. Baby Boy was a grown-ass man. We not doing this. <laughs> hey, you want some cheese on your eggs? <laughs> he, he was a grown-ass man. Oh, talking about like on Baby Boy, please yes. do not, do not, do please not, don't. do not, <laughs> do not pull a Melvin. I will right, fight that's his you. name. That's I his will name. Fight you. Mm-hmm. I solemnly swear to not tell you exactly what happened that day. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, let me see. Oh, yeah. So, 
I'm hearing that Cardi B and Offset got back together after he went up on stage and acted a complete fool at her concert. I'm hoping it's a rumor. They are allegedly in Puerto Rico. I think, allegedly. Like, TMZ posted a photograph of them on a jet ski together. So and now niggas is immediately saying that the whole thing was staged. It was all fake. For why, I'm not sure. I mean, if it is, I mean, it, as far as that's concerned, it could, if it is fake, it, it, you know, it's publicity. You know, you get people talking. You know, the Chris Jenner playbook of celebrity, I guess. You know, any publicity is good publicity. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's still, at the same time, you know, people, people are people will be on the verge of breaking up. One person will be saying they want to break up. The other person will be trying to get them back, and then they decide to get back together. So that's also likely as well. I mean, it could go either way. Right. Well, here's the other way. When one door closes, Offset's mistress, Summer Bunny. That's that's the name. Summer Bunny with mm. an I, not a Y. Summer Bunny breaks down walls. It was reported that Bickenhead MC Cardi B had Summer's tell-all interview with Power 106 shelved earlier this week, but that can neither be confirmed nor denied. However, bouncing back seems to be something that a 20-year-old aspiring rapper is good at. In a riveting exclusive with Hollywood Life, Summer discussed her affair with the Atlanta-bred trapster and how they met. For starters, she feels like she's owed an apology from Offset, public or private, for the mess her life has become since their relationship was outed and refuses to apologize for her role in it any longer. I put a lot of thought in this. And and I'm like, I'm like, the side dude or the side chick, eh, like their apology isn't really that important. They shouldn't have to apologize. Let me tell you something. I'd have stuck my foot right down her throat. Mm. Yeah, if you're Cardi. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, uh, you, you lucky she ain't come beat your ass. You can't get a damn interview. You mad about an interview? You lucky you still got teeth. What we doing? Yeah. But, I mean, it's on Offset to be like, yo, I'm married. Get the hell away from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. However, she lost her god. She has lost her goddamn mind. You got me full circle, fucked up. If you think I'm gonna entertain your ass, full circle. Yeah, but then at the same time, she doing exact. Well, I mean, like she's doing what famous people do, as far as like as as far as like uh, as far as any publicity is good publicity. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she's doing whatever. You know, she's trying to make whatever she can make pop pop. So on the one, like on the one hand, it's like I guess it's like I, I mean you gotta do what you gotta do, Summer Bunny. You know, get your name out. Maybe you get a reality show or whatever. And then at the same time, it's just like Cardi B is Cardi B at this point. You know, as far as like, um, she is a powerful celebrity at mm-hmm. this point. And so if she really did, you know, put the kibosh on this girl's interview with whoever she had an interview with, and, you know, those are the breaks, girl. Better get it popping some other way. Sure. What really resonated with Summer was how Cardi reacted. Quote, she really is probably hurt, and it got to me. 
I was feeling for her. I'm not the only person. So I want to be the first person to be real about it and say sorry. You know I'm about to put Vaseline on my face and fuck her up. <laughs> I'm not the only person, though. You're going to deal with the crazy 88. <laughs> I swear, I'm about to put some Vaseline, take my damn earrings off, put my hair up, and fuck her the fuck up. <laughs> and that's not even my husband. Appropriately being dubbed a homewrecker, Summer stated, I wish they would get back together. Just get back with them. You really going to drive yourself crazy. I could be your little sister. So just stop. Leave it alone. What else do you want from me? I said I was sorry. That wasn't enough. So you go on Instagram talking. Mm. See, this is when you know she's not fucking sorry. You know, so well, I said I was sorry. Like, um, who told you that? Why are you acting like she has to forgive your ass? Well, that and she's a, ba- you know, she's basically a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, she's 20 years old. I'm sorry, you know nothing about like, forgiveness, that's what you little jackass. Kid, that's what, like, that's what little kids do. Mm, <laughs> like, I, I said I was sorry. Like, you I don't, don't know. know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The, pro- the problem really is offset. That's really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Get, you know, get back on Instagram and apologize to her. You, I wish that nigga would. I wish the fuck you would apologize to her ass. I'd break your face myself. You know what's messed up, though? He might need to. You know, as far as like, like, obviously, as you know, he needs to apologize to Cardi, but we don't know what kind of relationship that they had, you know, like if they were just like if they were just kind of fucking with no kind of emotional attachment to each other or whatever, then it's kind of like, well, what does he really need to apologize for? But if he was like really with her in some kind of way, making or making her feel like he was with her in some kind of way, he may need to apologize. You know, or something. So, I mean, who knows? Who knows why she wants an apology? Because she was saying that this has been over a year and a half that she hasn't said anything. Mm-hmm. And it was like, so who said something? Because it wasn't offset, so... Whoever said it, they won. Y'all won. <laughs> 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 Maybe that's who he meant. Y'all won. <laughs> <laughs> Six niggas found out at the same time and they all ran off the snitch. Y'all won. That's that's it. That's I mean that well he didn't say hashtag y'all, so maybe he really does mean a certain person and he just didn't at them. Mm-hmm. See? Y'all won. What, what I'm sorry, what prize did we win? You know what prize y'all won. Oh. Flaming music? Got it. Speaking of other trash bag things that happen on tours. Marion announced that there were UK had like two songs. Um, bump, bump, bump. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, and the uh huh song. That's all I know. Uh huh. I know what you wanted. Uh huh. Yeah. And then they had um girlfriend with nope nope that was in sync. Oh, my lanta. Uh hold on, hold on, hold on. So they had bump bump bump. They had uh-huh. They had t- nope, that was Omarion. They had Icebox. Nope, that was Omarion. Well, he on, well, he on the tour. Well, Chingy only had right there, so I mean, I feel I'm, like he going to sing that for 15 minutes. This tour is going to be a 15-minute set. 
That's fine. It'll be twenty dollars. Will it? Will it? <laughs> no, see, this is the thing though. Like obviously, you know, if you're a person who only fucked with the singles, then yes, it's gonna be like a fifteen minute set. But it was there are women on my timeline ready crazy right to now. go. Like this is basically I feel like this is basically the equivalent of when new kids on the block said that they were coming out. It's just like this is this is basically your pretend baby daddy coming back to you saying like I want you back girl and these women are ready to go to let to let it happen with Rasby, Omarion, J Boog and uh what's the other one's name? Fizz. Fizz. They are I, ready, ready. I'm right. That's so and true. I'm not I feel bad. like I forgot that people love them little niggas. Like they do. people love them little niggas. Like I forgot. I really does you remember back in the day they used to have all them like little black group tours? Yeah, 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 the scream tour. So I totally forgot because that shit was lit. Everybody and their mama wanted to go. This is pre like IG Live and IG Stories and everybody sharing all these photos. So you can only imagine what Facebook looked like because that was like the main thing. Like, girl, I'm at the scream tour. Ooh, Marion looked in my direction. I was like, I can't do this today. So you know, <laughs> that's what's about to happen. It's I just, be I just, tour all over again. I don't know. I just, I'm looking at the people that they have on this tour with them. And I feel like they're not really the headliners. Wait, who's on the tour? Pretty Ricky, Mario, Lloyd, Chingy, oh, B2K, and the Yin Yang Twins. Oh, I feel like the Yin Yang Twins are the headliners. Man, it's going to be new script of music. I'm all about it. It's more mm-hmm. club music. Well, you know, I saw the trailer for um, Love and Hip Hop Miami, and they got, you know, crap. What was the first group you said? Not Chingy. Um, not. Oh, Bobby Valentino gonna be there too. Oh, hell. Oh, Mario gonna be there? Now I'm excited. Yep. Hey, the best part about Mario's part on the tour is when uh, uh, Music Soul Child is gonna jump out of one of his nostrils and sing back up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pretty Ricky. Oh, that's what I was, I was trying to think of the group. So Pretty Ricky is on Love and Hip Hop Miami, and apparently right. they're going to be a storyline. So, yeah, this is going to be they... up to the tour. Woo! I only know one song from each of these folks, except for Ying Yang Twins. Yeah, all I know, Pretty Ricky, they're them, they're them, them, it's Pretty Fuckboys, because they're a bunch of fuckboys, and so... Their songs were for fuckboys. The songs were performed by fuckboys, and now they own Love and Hip Hop Miami being fuckboys. It's a this lot. sounds like the kind of tour that Soldier Boy would just thrive on. This sounds like a Soldier Boy not tour. On it. Maybe they should have called it the Fuckboy Tour, right? B O I. Like, I mean, I'm trying to think of one song from Lloyd, and the only thing I can think of is that Bedrock song. And that's not his song. Wait. Crap, I can't think of any of his songs. But I like his <laughs> But I like his voice and I liked his hair. I just wanted to play in his hair. Every time uh, I saw him, I'm like, I just want to play in his hair. Um Mario like had excuse movies. me, miss. Who? Didn't he? Excuse me. No, that was Jay Z. Yeah, the that was. Fuck did Mario do? Like Wait. it's clear that you are not the audience for this. I am That's not really what the bottom no, line Mario is. Because I feel like there's women oh, who bought hits. 
there's women who bought these albums when they were like teenagers and stuff, and they who know the all fuck songs. Who the album? Somebody you did. Let me love you. I know that song. That's Mario. Yeah, that's the song. And oh, baby, you, you got what I need. Yeah, that feels like twelve. Back then, his nostrils were way bigger than the rest of his head. But he, okay. <laughs> if you don't leave him alone, I'm tired of you. I'm tired of you slandering people from Baltimore. You gonna stop? Look, I didn't even know he was from Baltimore. That just. How did you not? It's in the video. Hey, you cut it out. Hey, now I knows. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> Good the hell night. Wow. <laughs> I wonder who called who to set this tour up. Like, did they all call B2K's agent? Like, let's set this tour up. Or did agent. they have to call agent. over to Lloyd at the swap meet bingo night that he was performing at? Did you say Don't do that. Are they going to perform all, at bowling alleys? First of all, I want to know how Bobby Valentino going on another damn tour. Wait, is that the one that was with Tiana Taylor? No, that was um the other guy who got a weird spelling to his name. Shoot, who's going to tour with Tiana Taylor? I don't remember his name. I'm old. It wasn't Omarion. I hope he sings all of his songs where they just stand in the background and dance. (laughs) (laughs) That's awful. (laughs) How do you... Wait, isn't that B2K? Wasn't that how it was before? I feel like that's on goal. You you know what? There's no lies detected. Like, I've heard some of their songs. I feel like that's what it was before. Like, Omario was the lead singer, and they were doo-wopping in the back. And that's not the formula? Please point out the other way, because, Shantae, I'm just saying, you sound like a fan. What? Okay, so, check it. When <laughs> when B2K came out, like, when they first, first, first came out, like, with Uh-huh and shit, I was into it. However, however, uh, I was not into it enough to buy any albums or to be super excited about the Scream Tour or any of that shit. So it was like I was right there, right at the beginning, and then it was almost like, okay, cool, they're cute, but, you know, got to move on. You to... were like, ooh, I can't wait to see them on 106 and Park. I don't even know if it was that. It was just like, I'll watch this video. <laughs> it was just, it was like, ooh, black boys. It was like, ooh, black boys, hey. <laughs> You know, they, they, they out here with their chest. They out here with their chest out. Hey, hey! And then that was, and you know, and then, it, and then it, you know, was kind of done. See now, now at, at my auntie age, I'm like, I can't be looking at them children. How old are them children? <laughs> I'm like, how old are they now? I'm like, I am, and now I gotta think. I don't even think Omarion is thirty. And then the little fizz one with the baby with the crazy girl. I'm trying to figure out how old he is. I don't think they're over 30. Is anybody else? I feel bad for B2K. I don't. I do. Because Omarion literally left them the fuck behind after you got served. And went off on a whirlwind career. And only came back to him like, we should do a reunion tour once he found out that Rick Ross wasn't going to get his career back on track. First of all, I want to tell you what's wrong with that whole sentence. You said you got served and then whirlwind career. 
That I feel yeah, like it was. Like, it was like I mean, Icebox uh, was hot. I, I feel but, like it was touch was like hot. A, yeah. Um, I feel like this was maybe like a gust of wind, and then <laughs> like nothing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been a, more like a blustery day as opposed to a world. So what you're saying is it was one of them little dirt tornadoes. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! Side note. Side note. Omarion is thirty-four, so they could oh, be that nigga old as shit. Omarion is thirty-four. He's also five-six according to Google. So shout out to that. But <laughs> but he is. But yeah, and see, and that might have been why it was just like, oh y'all cute, but it was just like, oh, I'm kind of old. I gotta move on. <laughs> Because they're four years younger. Like, and Marion is four years younger than me. So it was oh, just three. like... Wow. Uh, gotta move he's, on. Gotta yeah, go. he's three years younger than me. I'm like, oh, dear Jesus. Excuse me, I lived through the um, immature years, so... Right. I'm like, that was enough for me, but they were like a couple... They were like my age. I cannot believe this shit. This is mind-blowing. I was trying to get my edges together, and now I'm like, damn, Omarion old as shit. I mean, I just want to see a picture of them grown because the last group I saw grown up was another bad creation. Oh man! And they all look—they all look like niggas from Troll Hunters. So, um, that's 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 that nineties. That's that that nineties contract. Get that reference, so you can't get some stuff can't pop. You know, just saying. You gotta go. You gotta go join. Gotta become a real estate agent or something. I'm shocked that uh, that that immature isn't on this tour. Um, they can sing Munchie. Wait, they, well, well, they shut up. Munchie is wow. <laughs> that is the like little, early, wow. early, early. That's what the original little the original light skinned boy. Yeah. Who they the changed little Asian out. boy. The Was he Asian? Boy, like, Yes, okay. I think yeah. Because like, blazing. this is a black group, and we need you out. Because then they, hey, the then but they that nigga the made his way on the house party three though. Yes, he did. It was like, who is this little boy? I'm like, oh, I gotta watch this movie because my baby on there. Because I, my friend in middle school, yep, that's how old this is, had a huge crush on Romeo, and I was always a Batman fan. I don't mm-hmm. remember why he was called that. Still do. I love that. I still love them little niggas because you know Marcus Houston is only like two feet tall. Yeah, they all little. <laughs> yeah. They, I think they, him and Omarion are the same height. So, Aren't they know. family? Isn't it him? Isn't it him? Isn't that the and Omarion? Like, I, I thought they were like they were cousins. cousins. And now they're saying that they're not. And then one of the members from B2K aren't like Omarion and the other little chocolate boy. Aren't they cousins? Or no. they like Yo, no cousins because they live in the same neighborhood. Y'all, y'all, y'all do know the whole cousin thing with black folks, right? Oh that's yeah, oh yeah. That's what <laughs> what saying, so we, we don't know no, if they're like they blood cousins, they cousins or like just my my brother cousin, whatever. Because yeah. you know, somebody somebody's mom is considered somebody's aunt. You know, well now somebody's somebody's mom's friend. They call them an aunt. So everybody, every kid that she had is basically their cousin. Not that you know, whoopty band, whatever, whatever. I will never get tired of Whoopty Bam, by the way. Whoopty Bam. Ever. Matter of fact, we need to make shirts to say Whoopty Bam. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I just know that a they're going to perform at 
Not even at the Golden One Center. They're not even going to perform at the King's New Arena. They're going to be in, like, Arco Arena, which is, last I checked, a charter school. And um, Nisha's going to want to go. So that'll give me a night to sit back and play video games, which I'm happy about. Um, because Dead Cells is still fucking amazing. So I'm all in. By the way, speaking of things that are fucking amazing, socks. I say that because white folks are wearing ankle scarves. <laughs> I saw that shit went. Nigga, put on a sock. What are you doing? Ankle scarves? Ankle scarves. Ankle the scarves. new accessory that we didn't see coming. People are literally wearing like capris or high waters. And instead of putting on socks like normal people, they're tying scarves around their ankles. First of all, I don't judge people's fetishes, so if you're in the bondage play, just say so, boo-boo. Secondly, that's really it. Like, this is fucking stupid. I don't know, man. Leg warmers didn't die for this. Like, this is not okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this isn't okay. I feel like we didn't sacrifice leg warmers to the clothing gods for this. What about our sacrifice? I just, I look at this shit and I get mad. Because I could have came up with a dumbass idea like this. I come up with a million dumbass ideas. And all it takes is one white person to just make it take off. Just, ah, I I had an idea once where I was going to have a shooty. That's what it was called, a shooty. And the shooty was a scarf with a hood. So it was like a hoodie, but it was also a scarf. Mm. That was the whole idea. Some kid told me that a a dude at his school, his girlfriend was on Instagram rocking it already. So I didn't go for my idea, but white folks would have ate that up. Just, you know, you wear a regular coat and then you put on your your shooty with with the scarf around the neck and the hood. Change the whole game. I might still do it. I'm not scared of these motherfuckers anymore. And if these ankle scars are hitting the streets and niggas is buying collard greens from fucking Neiman Marcus for like 400 bucks, I can sell a shitty. That's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know what you handle it. Uh-huh. I know the better be. Uh-huh. Oh, Lord Jesus. Now it's like, whew. That shit hit, yo. It does. That was my sound. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Like, yes. All I need yes, is one yes. salt shaker. All I need is one salt shaker on this um tour. And I'd be like, oh, let me like twerk it like a white girl in the club. So what you're saying is you're walking right past the actual headliners to the Yin Yang Twins. Like. I am. I need this. I need the scripple music. <sighs> I need the scripple music. I'm just saying, B2K, no Valentino. B2K can't even do bump, bump, bump because Puffy's not gonna be there. Right? How you gonna do this? How you gonna do this tour? If if Diddy ain't there, we ain't done. We we need Puffy, Puff Daddy, Papa Diddy Pop. We need what all of need? that. Why we need Puff? We don't need no Puff. No. He did the he, best part on, on that song. song. He on the song. I'm like, look, if Papa Diddy Pop ain't on this song, then you have failed. I'm just saying. This is why niggas need to come to death row. 
Puffy was like, I'll produce it, but I need to have my voice on it. All so, of the videos. Pretty much. And now you going on tour, and Puffy's like, yo, I'm rich, motherfuckers. Did you think about calling Drew Hill for this tour? No. Nigga, why? I think no. that they would have negotiated that's... very well. Omarion would have called them and spoke with them for a second, no, and then all of a sudden... would have been a grand opening and grand closing. Can you imagine? Yes, I can. I can imagine it perfectly. Omarion calls, he beats around the bush for a second with Woody, and then Cisco hops on the line. He's like, tell me what you want. Woody not in the group no more. It's some two other niggas. It's Cisco and Nokio and two other niggas. I don't know their names. Tell me what you need. <laughs> no, because they would have to be in like a totally different age group. Like, I, I mean, obviously the age the age group would, I mean, I feel like the same people would go see uh, like, the whole thing is it's not like Cisco and them were on the screen tour. I feel like that's what they're going for and they are outside of that nostalgia circle. So it wouldn't work. I feel like the Yin Yang twins don't fit into this circle either. They no, don't. But okay, so Drew Hill is on the R and B Forever concert series with Boys the Men, Johnny Gill, in Vogue, Ralph Tresvant, Black Street. So really Man just Mike. new edition. Um that's like upper no, echelon BB, right Well BB, B Bell Bib DeVoe ain't on here, so it's just Johnny Gill and Ralph Tresvant. Yeah. That's upper echelon auntie. That's auntie. That is. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, Drew Hill is like in the upper echelon auntie mm-hmm. phase. And then you got. Status. And then, you know, B2K and everybody, you know, under them is like, you know, baby auntie kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, not quite auntie yet, but on the way to be an auntie kind of thing. Yeah, that's how, you know, you see. I'm surprised Keith Sweat ain't there. He, I'm he, not. Y'all there. Um, he need to be out there smacking Jacquees in his face. I'm like, I need one of y'all to like put hands on this child. I've like, heard just, that name before, but it just doesn't resonate. Cause he's a clown. He is a knife. He sings like a knife, sharp he's, and flat. Nigga, I don't, know, I don't even know how that nigga sound. Like uh, everybody keeps talking about that nigga, and I'm just like, why y'all keep watching this nigga? Like he, like that, like he posted I that video. Past, I couldn't get past 20 seconds of it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Shit. Like I. I saw that video. It was black and white, and he was dancing. I didn't know what song he was doing. It looked like he was doing new edition uh, choreography, you know, from If It Isn't Love. I didn't mm-hmm. unmute it. I just closed it and just said, this is not for me. And then watched everybody else be upset that he messed up whoever song it was that he messed up. So he uh, messed up Soul For Real's Candy Rain. He did mm. the chorus and then did two other verses that wasn't even the verses in the song, and they dumb as hell, and you flat, and you sharp, and you stupid, and you can't dance, and this is dumb, and I don't know who that first nigga is rapping, he need to sit the fuck down. But all of y'all, throw the throw the whole Jacquees in rice. Throw it all in rice. Somebody said he trolling. He trolling all these motherfuckers who get upset at him. I was like, well, good for you, brother. No, he didn't want to tell him, Keith Sweat, I'm the R&B king. For this generation, 16 to 25. I'm like, what generation is 16 to 25? Wait. Wait. 16 to 25? 16 to 25. I'm like, uh, what kind of R. Kelly range is that? Mm -hmm. 
What I'm, is a 16 year old and a 25? What the hell? Mm. Not 16 to 21, 16 to 25. I'm like, uh, first of all, these 25 year olds looking at you like, we don't know you. Mm. Just, just throw it all away. I'm like, they're like, he got hits. What hits? What what hits does he have? All I know is he's a dumb nigga that sing flat and tried to like capitalize on Ella May. That's all I know. I'm like, um, but. What? Topic for discussion. Uh-uh. Points and counterpoints are, are are welcome. Nope. The topic at hand is quite simply this. There's a lady who is under the belief that getting a bill paid is not a Christmas gift. Discuss. Oh, well, I mean, that's because she don't know no rich no rich niggas to pay her fucking bills. All right, goodbye. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know, there's pe- there's lots of people who believe that anything to do with like money isn't a gift. So I figure that's that's the boat she's in. Like if somebody gave her, you know, a hundred dollars, she would feel slighted. You know, she would rather have, you know, an actual gift in her hand. Like if she don't think, you know, if she don't think a bill is a gift then cool a bill's not a gift bitch i don't care you know um, you know that's... i have plenty of bills from like you know what if you want to give me a gift here is a cell phone bill a light bill my more my rent my car note you want to pay all of them or or any of them that's fine merry christmas to me but i mean there's also people who when they give gifts there's some people who give gifts because they want to give people something nice. So they, you know, whether it's money or whatever. Right. And then there's some people who focus on giving gifts for people, um, giving people things that they need, you know, or right. trying to alleviate yeah, yeah. something. And that's where I think, you know, bills or, you know, as far as like bills or any of those types of things could become a gift as far as somebody is concerned. It's, right. it's right. This is really a, a to each their own kind of a, a situation. It's just that she posted it on Facebook like motherfuckers are supposed to care, and Which, but clearly motherfuckers <laughs> do care, and they got you know they right because they got all up in your all up in your comments, and I I understand what she's saying because there are some people who feel like if you give a person a gift card, that's not a gift. They're like right, right, it's really impersonal, and they're like I don't like it. So I get what she was trying to say, but I feel like I'm sorry. <clears throat> Hello, friends. This is Stephanie saying this. Please stop speaking in absolutes on social media and then getting mad when people go, nigga, you wrong. I mean, and that's really the bottom. I mean, that's really the bottom line. It's just that you she posted it on Facebook like it was law. Right. It's like, um, it's, it's more like, like, like it don't matter. Like you could have kept you, it. Why was you saying it like ladies right from front to back? Why are you saying it like that kind of law? <laughs> <laughs> absolute what you said is not an absolute <laughs> i think it's an absolute that uh okay no uh-uh no no uh-uh i didn't even say nothing yet nope um exactly nope no you're not you try to scar your son for life nope N- no 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 i didn't try to scar my son for life i tried to scar nisha wait no no see this is why I said no. This is what, I didn't even get it. I, I wasn't even going to no. talk about that. I wasn't even going to bring it up. You brought that up. I was back to the music. I was thinking about other people who would help complement this tour of errors. That's you what talk about happening. paying bills and you talk about tours. See, this is why. Because paying bills. 
Some niggas, instead of paying their bills, are going to waste their money on this B2K, B2K tour. Let's help them out. Well, you mm. know it's not going to be a waste of money when Beyonce come back out because she put them braids in, so the tour coming. Either the album coming by spring or another tour coming. I don't know which one. Or she just want to put in. braids in. Nope. nope. Uh-uh. Nope. Every time she put braids in, she putting in, she doing music. <laughs> That's you, no. Um... <clears throat> Every time I see braids, all of a sudden music be coming out in the next couple months. Like, mm-hmm. And every time my palm itches, that means money. Yep. I'm just saying, you see them braids in, it's like, oh. You know, got to do, like, you know, the baby uh, hand rub, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> New music. New music, music, music. Um, <laughs> I'm really still thinking about who would be better on this tour than the Ying Yang Twins. And, and, and fucking Chingy. Oh, man. OB Y'all can say a lot of stuff about a lot of these artists, but Chingy doesn't belong in this group either. Crap. Who's the guy who's on the tour with Tiana Taylor? She kicked him off the tour. Probably Chingy. It wasn't Chingy. <laughs> he called me. It was the real quick. It, it was, was like, can liner. I ride with y'all? <laughs> Tiana Jer- Wait, I know who bus. it was. It was Jeremiah. Oh... Um. Nah, he's he was a cold headlighter tour. Yeah, nah, he's too recent. Yeah, but I'm like, I feel like recent is very subjective because I'm like, does he have any music out? Because I was trying to figure out why he was on tour. None of them have any music out. I want to see her in concert. That's who I want to see. Oh, who? Her. Oh, she's so good. Right? It's like you just, I just get lost in her music. Right? And it's just like, ugh. It's, it's Sade vibes. It's like, oh, I need new Sade. How about, I didn't even know Sade had a, like a recent song out. I mean, it's from it, the Widow's soundtrack. That movie. I still haven't seen it. I, I said my piece on the Why So Serious podcast. You did. And I was like, oh boy. They were not pleased with that one. They expected me to love that movie. And I was like, no, the fuck I won't. You know what I loved? Creed 2. Me too. Yeah, that was good. That was really I, cause good. Because I had watched the first Creed that morning, and I was like, oh, I forgot. See, every time. See, I wasn't like on the Michael B. Jordan train at first. And then I watched Black Panther, and I was like, oh. And I watched, <laughs> mind you, Creed is before Black Panther. So I watched it and it went, mm-hmm. And then I watched Creed 2. It's like, yep, sit on my face. Wow. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you want Michael B. Jordan to sit on your face? And I want to sit on his face. It's a okay, I'll just make it sure. And also... No, I want to do both. And also, whilst we're talking about the real MVP of Creed 2, Tessa, um, looking forward to seeing Made Black International. I love her. I love oh, her. Tessa Mae Thompson? Ooh, I, got a cr- I got a crush on so Tessa Mae Thompson. Oh, you too? Like, oh. man. Like, I shot, I, I, I was hollering at her on Instagram. I was like, hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, W-I-D. I send her W-I-D text every day. Mm. It's like, she is so fine. It's like, this is just ridiculous. But can I... we talk about Florian, too? Yes. The, He's the, handsome, it's too. It's like, child. I'll give y'all a moment. You need to. Let me tell you something. Because I haven't talked to Shantae about this. Let me tell you something. I was sitting in that movie theater going, choo-choo. <laughs> I like trains. 
about Florian though I thought he like besides obviously him being like super handsome and buff and everything I thought he mm-hmm. really like acted the the role really really well he like, did for like, somebody who didn't really, really speak. speak yeah like he barely spoke when he did speak most of the time he was speaking um I, what I assume is supposed to be Russian or Ukrainian or whatever so, yeah. you know and he was really like emoting as far yes. as all that was yes, concerned, like was. you, it was really just like, oh my god, like, like, because the whole, because of course the movie was, you know, was definitely about like people's father issues and everything, mm-hmm. and he was real, like, it was just like, oh no, he's just like a little boy, you know, but a he's grown man like, trying to I live up to like, his dad's I'm expectations, like this, this is so boy. sad. And then I'm it was trying to figure out this timeline because I'm sitting here like he is not that old, and they're like the fight was like thirty, like maybe what thirty years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here like, when did, I don't remember him having a son, and I don't know what's going on. But also, in Rocky Mm Four, he didn't really talk either. The dad didn't really talk in the movie, so it wasn't like, the only thing I remember is, if he dies, he dies. Oh, I remember it. So, there was this part, right, where he runs up, and he's like, I can't be defeated. Nigga shouldn't have tried me. Ran up on me at a Denny's. Caught these hands. Grand slam, nigga. If he dies, he dies. That was the whole... That That's on the extended cut. Then, in another scene what later Denny's? on... <laughs> in another scene later on, he says... I yeah, fight for me. <laughs> I fight for me. Those like were he hardly had any line. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, um, what is his name? Dolph Lundgren? Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Dolph Honestly, Lundgren. he looks amazing. He mm. looks really good for his age. I'm like, wow, he looks good. He's aging better than I thought he would. I mean, that's what happens when you, you know, got a little bit of money, take care of yourself. I also think he's a, I think it's him. He has like a, uh, a chemical engineering degree or, or something, something like that. Oh, so he's also okay. like super, he's also super smart. Mm, okay. Like, I think it's him. It might yes, be somebody yes, else. Yes, he, he's an engineer. Okay. He, yeah. He's wow. brilliant. And gave it all up to punch Sylvester Stallone in the face. Which I'm okay with. <laughs> yeah. So. I was very impressed by I'm very impressed by the Creed movies, so I'm it's a welcome addition to the Rocky series and so is the train. I like trains. Yeah, no, I'm so, And yeah, then but, Milo was in it too. I was like, Oh Yo at yes, men, at the end it, it was uh, some it was some it was some, some handsome some handsome like, men in that in that movie. And in the movie theater because I was sitting in the back. Uh, <laughs> wow. He was clocking wow. the dude. You was clocking like, who was cute. Did you You know what? Real talk. Go, real he talk. Cute. He cute. Real talk. Look, if somebody's attractive, they're attractive. It it oh, yeah. it is what it is. Like fuck it. Like everybody on that movie except for Sylvester Stallone looked wonderful. Sylvester Stallone looked like a cautionary tale about meth.
Can't win them all. No, he couldn't. You mean me? Me neither. <laughs> Speaking of can't win them all. Um, so Republicans tired of waiting for Trump to get somebody to build that wall have decided to pay for it themselves and have started a GoFundMe, which is up to $8 million that the government has already said we can't take. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I need a better GoFundMe idea. I need to act like I'm a Republican long enough to get these motherfuckers money and then just live the good life. And somebody else said that they starting up a GoFundMe for ladders. That'd be great. <laughs> to put up on the other side of the wall. Both of these ideas I could have done. Oh, 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 and walking piece of baloney, Michael Rappaport, uh, stuck his foot in his mouth again, uh, insult by insulting Ariana Grande. Oh, here we go. When does his foot never in his mouth? Oh, I don't know. I want to know when someone's going to put a fist in his mouth because he needs to shut the fuck up. I blame Spike Lee. I bl- man, I blame all them ashy ass dudes that I swear that capes come out for his ass. I'm like, you know, he don't really like black people, right? He just like black pussy and that's it. Well, mm. yeah, I-, I blame Spike Lee, though, because Spike Lee was the one who said you should say nigger in my movie. Uh I feel like once a white person is allowed to say black uh, nigga from a white per- from a black person, it all just goes downhill from there. But he said Ariana Grande is twenty seven, acts twelve. You take off those boots, she hides her legs in the cat eye makeup and the genie ponytail. And I think there's hotter women working the counter at Starbucks. No disrespect, no disrespect to Starbucks. Wait. Like okay, my friend. Like I, I saw, I saw that tweet. It's a picture. What I saw was that tweet, and uh, well, obviously the text, and then a picture of Ariana Grande. Looked like maybe she was hanging out like by the pool with no mm-hmm. makeup on, hair down, and everything. And you know, she just looks, you know, she just looks regular, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. Not ugly or unattractive or anything. She just, you know, just she ain't got no makeup on, mm-hmm. you know. And it's but if Michael Rappaport is not smart shouldn't really be able to shouldn't be quoted in that kind of way shouldn't be paid attention to but he is and it sucks and he really shouldn't be speaking on the way women look or anything because it's like who gives a fuck if you think that somebody at starbucks looks better like i don't know motherfucker if you really think they look better then put them on put them in the studio or something like it's not helpful you know what you're talking about so then he came back after he got dragged for a while and said when i talk viciously because he spelled viciously wrong about the leader of the free world aka dick stain donald trump or Tiki Torch Tough Guys in Virginia. I'm not saying it's the right voice. I'm sorry. This whole thing reads so overly Caucasian. <clears throat> when I talk viciously about 
the leader of the free world, a.k.a. Dick Stank Donald Trump, or 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 Tiki Torch Tough Guys in Virginia, I'm a social media hero. But a joke about Ariana Grande is shaming. Eat Dwix, snowflakes. Oh, Lord, have mercy. That is not the same fucking thing as oh. calling Ariana Grande ugly. Right. Um, as you talking about uh, the the marmalade demon. Why are you equating the same thing? I'm like, first of all, why are you attacking her? She don't even know who the fuck you are. I can say anything about cockeyed Kellyanne, Laurie, Laura Ingram, Melania, Ivanka, or Candace Owens, and you little hipster fake pussy power hat wearing mofos get hype. Talk shit about Ariana Grande and I hate women. Eat three dwicks. Well, see, that's, that's about, the other thing, too. Nobody should, but see, that's the thing. Nobody should, like, even if he's saying stuff about Kellyanne Conway or Donald Trump or any of these other motherfuckers, he really shouldn't be listened to in the first place. But motherfuckers listen to him, and that's, you know, whatever. That's mm-hmm. y'all. Mm. He is such trash, and he been trash. He been been trash. And I need all these nignogs to Stop coming to his defense and actually realize he been trash for years. Moon cricket. <laughs> Child. It's like, y- y'all just figuring out he trash. Where y'all been? He been trash. But y'all want to give him a pass because he said, um, yeah, I'm standing up Donald Trump because that kneeling shit. I'm like, last year you said that Colin Kaepernick was wrong for kneeling. So what's really good? Like, nigga, you ain't slick. That you just you just lucky that people have like short term memories. The the North remembers, bitch. <laughs> so when you say the North, you mean you, right? Because Baltimore's not in the South. You like can you said a that a couple episodes suck back when you were with us. So I just want to clarify something. Three the North. <laughs> the North does not forget. You're the yeah. North. Not the South. You know what? Suck for Dwix. <laughs> like we can't no, we can't let Dwick like like unless we're talking about like Gangstar Dwick, like nice and smooth. <laughs> like, no, we are not gonna let this 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 lingo must die. Right get the Bozak. <laughs> exactly. Like we can't we can't let that kill it with fire. Mm-mm. We cannot let. We are not gonna be repeating Michael Rappaport uh, lingo on this show. Mm-hmm. Let that shit. Let that shit die. Yeah. It could eat a dwick. See. <laughs> we'll be right back. This single simulcast. Hey, this is Charlotte. Black Lives Matter. Belinda Castile. Black Matters. Single simulcast is what you're listening to. What's up, everybody? This is classic. Uh, CEO and co-founder of the CSPN Network. And when I'm not uh, working on the many podcasts on our network or just hanging out, I'm listening to Single Simulcast, and so should you. Yo, this is Aaron B. from the Black Astronauts Podcast. And what you need to do right now is sit your ass down and listen to the Single Simulcast. Peace. What's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, 
And I'm Mia Mix. And I'm Zaheer. And we are Marsha's Play. And you are listening to Single Simulcast. This is Jarman, uh, a.k.a. Shantae's brother. You listen to Single Simulcast. Favorite podcast is favorite podcast. I like listening to it. Hopefully you like listening to it. Enjoy. That was, that simply, was simply sensational. sensational. Single, Single simulcast will surely surface speedily. Bitches. <laughs> Are you interested in supporting this black podcast? Awesome. Become a Patreon member at www.patreon.com slash single simulcast. And for $5, you'll be able to chat with the host during our monthly Q and awesome session. You can also support the show via our Teespring store at teespring.com slash stores slash single dash simulcast and get a shirt or a mug. You also have the option to put a little something in our cup at paypal.me slash single simulcast. Hey, I'm Joshua Harvey from the Meat Cute. And I'm Matt Young Shipway <laughs> Shipway from the Meat Cute. And uh, we're proud to be the official first white guest on the single simulcast. And thank you guys for listening. This place is awesome, and you should definitely keep listening. So thank you. This single simulcast. Hey everybody, this is Gerald Jones from Buy Black Podcast, the voice of black business, where we interview black business owners to help you get to know them, to help them teach you a little something, and for all of us to do a little bit more to support black business owners and the black economy. You guys are listening to Single Simulcast with Shante and Rashani, and I appreciate every minute I get to spend with these folks. I know y'all do too. Keep listening. Like makeup? Interested in mental health? Check out lithiumtolashes.com, where I talk about my own everyday struggles with mental health and beat my face from time to time. This is Single Simulcast. Hello, this is Stephanie from the Mocha Menace Podcast. If you can hear my voice, that means you're tuning in to two of my faves, Rayshani and Shante Fabulous of the single simulcast. Congrats, you made a really good choice today. You wanna make another good choice? Check me out on the Mocha Minutes podcast. You won't be disappointed. If you're tuning in to the single simulcast, you're gonna love the Mocha Minutes podcast too. You can find the Mocha Minutes podcast wherever you find your podcast. We'd love to have you tune in. Okay, bye. Hi, this is your man Jeremy from the Crown of Collars podcast, and you are listening to Single Simulcast with my man Rashani and Shante Fabulous, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. And I'm your favorite podcaster, so that should be your favorite podcaster, because I'm your fave, fave, and your fave, fave. Check them out on Single Simulcast, and check out Crown of Collars, found wherever you can find great podcasts and the CSPN Network. I'm too close to Santa. You feel like you're too close to Santa? Yes. And it feels like I am just too close to Santa. I'm sitting on this white man's lap. That's why I got light-skinned Santa Claus. How you get a light-skinned Santa Claus? That just throws everything off. I got a 
So my list of favorite Christmas songs of all time. Huh? On my list. That's way up too. No, we not gonna play to get sued. We're not getting sued. Ain't nobody gonna sue you. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, they're not gonna sue me. Yeah. Don't <laughs> sue Shante. Is Shante back? What? No. Okay. There you go. Okay. So, um, start spreading the news. There was an album from Beyonce. It was under the name Queen Carter. It came out today. I saw it and I was trying to get the link because I saw Brandon post the link. I'm like, where the hell is this? It's on Spotify. But it's all great away. That's what I thought. I thought it was like, I thought I wasn't. I thought I was going crazy because I couldn't see it. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Somebody made a mixtape of her stuff and put it on Spotify. That's the only thing I can think happened for it to get shut down so quickly. Yeah, because I was like, because I was trying to pull it up. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what is going on? Why can't I see it? I just, I'm just happy, you know, that that you were, you're always on point as far as the braid thing. I stand corrected, but it seems she put the braids in so she could go to war and tear this shit off Spotify. I'm just saying. She, she, ain't t- she tired of y'all shit. Man, that, that went down quicker than Aaliyah music getting streamed. I'm still trying to get that streamed. It ain't happening. Yeah. I wish Aaliyah's albums would be available on Spotify. Uh, greed. Like, why not? Like, who's stopping it? R. Kelly? No, her family. It's her family. Why? I don't um, get they're it. Very pro- they're pre- very protective of their of her music because the only thing that's streaming is her first album. Yeah, AJ number to number. But I mean, I just I have needs too, Stephanie. I need to hear. We need a resolution. That was yeah. a cut. 
I had to go and go get my CDs and put my CDs on iTunes. That's how I'm able to listen to it on on my iTunes. On the iPod. I had to put my music on the iPod. Yeah, that's a cheat code. That don't work for me. I know. Because I'm like, I gotta leave music, but it's like it's on CDs. I'm like, oh, Lord, the ghetto. I gotta go to my CDs? I I don't even know where my CD book is, so I've lost like 1,000 CDs. Oh, boy. Mine is in my living room, and I, it was on my bookshelf. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna look through it. And did you look through it? Yeah, I was like, oh, my God. I was like geeking out on Instagram. I'm like, oh, my God, I have a CD? What the hell? And all this music, man, I miss I miss CD changers where he's like you can have like five to ten CDs in and then just let it play. And now it's like, oof, I don't even think a lot of cars now are coming with CD players. Nope, they coming with aux cords. Yep, like, give yeah. it an aux. No, like, it's, it's got it's got a CD player, but then it's also got like Bluetooth connectivity. Yeah, that's what mine has. Cause I'm like, cause at first I was like, I want to. Five CD changer, and I was like, I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> I just listened to the iPod. The Ipid. Yes. Oh, I plug. I gotta. I gotta light my Bath and Body Works candle. That thing is so strong. I love it so much. So, how's everything going with you? Oh, everything is fine. I think. I think, yeah, I think um, I was in a fog today because I had a migraine last night when I was recording. It turned from a headache to a migraine, and that's because of the barometric pressure. So after we finished recording, I had to crawl out the bed, and I got up for work this morning. And now I was like in a funk, and I'm like, I'm so tired, and I still need to go Christmas shopping. Why? I'm so tired because I don't have, I, I haven't finished. So? I mean, honestly, who exactly is, is it for, like, moms and parents. pops? and? Yeah, it's for my parents. My they brother, don't care. And my nephew. If you tell them all to cook you dinner, they'll be happy with that. I know that, but I still want to get them. There's stuff that I want to go and get, my dad, that I just need to go and get. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm, I think I'm leading the charge of fuck Christmas. Oh, okay. Like, the longer I'm away from Christmas, the more I'm like, ah, I'm not too up. Like, this year... Feels like the least Christmassy I've ever felt, but last year was close, and so it's just getting to the point where like I don't really need this. Yeah, Black Friday should be Christmas. Put Thanksgiving and Christmas together. Like Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving, Black Friday is Christmas, and then we just December just have a couple days off from work and just chill and eat good gumbo. Uh Man, listen, I'm excited about a three-day week next week and the week after. So Lord, I'm yes. Excited. That's really it. That's all I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. My kids already got their gifts. I think it's because they're older now, and they're just, like, not trying to wake up at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning like they used to. But even back then, that shit used to piss me off. Go to fuck the bed. Mm-mm. Go act sleepy. I don't want to be up at, like, 6 while you open up gifts, I don't know how my parents used to do it. They were good people for the most part, kind of. Well, uh, okay, well, mm, unburdened. Um, <laughs> but, 
you know, they, by and large, my mom, my mom's really a good person. Like, she's good people. And I wouldn't have wanted to wake up if I knew now what I knew, what I didn't know back then, or if I knew then what I know now. Shit. They would have been like, somebody go wake Rashani up so that we could start Christmas. Because a nap is everything. Indeed. Naps are awesome. A nap will change your whole life. I took a nap today and it was like, I don't want to do nothing. Shantae, <laughs> you want to sign the petition to just X Christmas out the game and make Christmas be on Black Friday? Oh my God. Really? Yes. And then for like this week, it could just be like a celebration of gumbo. <laughs> oh my God. Gumbo day. Right? Gumbo day. Blue Crab and Gumbo Day. I don't know. I don't know. Eh. No, I'm not going to sign that petition. But, 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 because, you know, I think, I think it, uh, you know, I enjoy the decorations, the prolongedness of it and everything. You can still do the decorations just for nothing. It won't be no tree. If Christmas is in November, then, you know, what about all going... See, my Black Friday tradition is going to the Festival of Trees, so the Kennedy Krieger um, Institute, that's like a um, children's hospital here. They have an event where you have like a Christmas bazaar, there are people who decorate trees, and then they auction them off. Um, so it's like a tradition for me to go there. It's like, that's really when Christmas starts for me, where I go to Festival of Trees, get kettle corn, see all the different trees, the big train um, display, Maybe see a raven reading stories, hearing like little white children sing um, Christmas carols off key, you mm-hmm. know, normal stuff. And so, I don't know. I, I still like Christmas in December because then I can go to 34th Street. What happens on 34th Street? Oh, so 34th Street here in Baltimore is a block where they um do like amazing Christmas light displays. They even had like a Jewish family that lives there and they still decorate because I think it's like part of like the um, homeowners association. Like if you live on that block, you have to decorate. But I think they get like a like a subsidy from um, BGE. That's the gas and electric company because, you know, they got to run their lights for God knows how long. Hmm. Yeah, I, I know we have a place like that out here. I just don't give a fuck. And it has nothing to do with my, it has nothing to do with my mindset, mental health, anything like that. I'm just, I think I'm just, I'm jaded with Christmas. Mm, I can see that. I mean, that that's, that's valid. I don't think Christmas, I mean, I think there are some, what is it, the, the meme or whatever, where it's just like there's two types of people during Christmas and the meme is uh, Will Ferrell from F, uh, from Elf looking like super duper excited and then it's the king from lord of the rings which basically he's saying it begins so it's just you know some motherfuckers are really into christmas and some people aren't yeah i think i'm really not Devin asked me when's the tree going up and i just looked at him oh wow that was like three weeks ago yeah i will say the effort it takes to do christmas is kind of can be off-putting 
you know, if you got to drag things out that have, you know, obviously have been sitting in some place for a year, probably got different shit stacked on top of it, you know, and mm-hmm. all that different kind of stuff. Like that can be, I think that can be off putting. If you got to put lights on your house and, you know, you took them down. So you're thinking about when you last put them up and took them down and, and all that different kind of stuff and, and wrapping shit or hiding shit and everything, you know, depending on what, how your family is set up and just, the effort that I think Christmas takes in some cases can, mm-hmm. yeah, can be off-putting. If you, if you want, if you feel like you have to do all those things, because clearly there's people who could just put a tree up and they'll be fine. And then there's other people who they need lights on their house. They need, you know, themed uh, hand towels and decorations. They need poinsettias. They need this, they need that, you know, for it to be Christmas. But at the same time, they feel, you know, like, ugh, I really don't want to do this. But they feel like they got to do it anyway because they're, like, somehow falling short of whatever the Christmas spirit is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want eggnog to be available year-round. Man, I'm making cookies tomorrow with my nephew and my mom, so that's hopefully that'll make me feel even more Christmassy. What the fuck does that do with my eggnog stuff? First of all, the fact him. that she has the thing that she likes for Christmas. My God. I'm, sitting here, I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here. I sound like Chris uh, Rock on New Jack City, right? Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Hold the fuck up. Because I was going to get to that shit. Because I like my eggnog with my cookies, bitch. Oh. So how about that shit? <laughs> See? I like I'm my cornbread with I my collard greens, bitch. Of your shit. <laughs> see, see, I, my thing, my my Christmas thing is the little Debbie Christmas tree cakes. That's that's what oh, I like. They're so mm. fun. I feel like the old, like the little Debbie cakes are only good in the tree form. See. Oh, but you ain't gonna say nothing about that. Okay, all right. No, no, no. I was gonna say see, but then I, I was like, I was like, you know what? I might be interrupting what you were gonna say. I, I was gonna say see for for us. I think that also the thing that makes it less Christmassy is that my granny uh, is uh, well, she's going through the early stages of dementia, mm. uh, and granny around Christmas time would make like. Uh, sweet potato pies and, and tea cake cookies. Oh, okay. And so we would have the tea cake cookies and then we would have um eggnog with it. And I just, I think that I was talking with some kids about this uh right before my basketball practice a couple of days ago. Um, I feel like as the generation before us gets older and older and gets closer and closer to death or our, our, their, their parents as our grandparents get, you know, pass away. I think that the the real excitement about Christmas is fading out. Because we're in a place now, at least I am, where it's like I can go on Amazon and get whatever I want. You know, it's not like I got to wait for a year for somebody else to drive to the mall and have to walk the mall and all that bustle and all that kind of stuff. It's not there anymore, nigga. Send me your wish list. I'm going on Amazon. And so now that takes out that whole hustle and bustle thing. My granny's no longer in it. So that takes out the whole 
uh, tea cake cookies and pie and 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 the four tops all about hey Rudolph and it's just not there anymore and it scares me you know because I don't mind I don't mind that it's gone I don't want because I don't want people <laughs> I want I want this but I don't want this I want to keep the family together like mm-hmm. if they all come together for Christmas or whatever oh. but I don't want the family at my fucking house mm. oh, okay. I don't want people pulling up to my house and they're like uh, you came here but you wouldn't come to my grandma or to my mom's birthday party and then funk just pops up and all that kind of stuff because there's family members who argue and then we have enough family members in our family that they can split apart and go hang out with other family members and ignore the family members they argue with. But then at Christmas, everybody comes back together. You got to see each other again, but they wouldn't fight at granny's house. So this granny's house, they don't give a fuck about another cousin. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like heavenly father, uh, please bless this food as you bless me to have a better hairline than Tyrone. Like word for real, Heavenly Father, uh, we ask that you will help uh, cousin Elroy recognize that that smell is his breath. Oh God! We we praying. Patty, patty. Right, okay. like like they just hold it all in, and then in Christmas to come out like gifts. So I'm not excited. I, I'm glad that y'all are. Yeah, I, you know this is back to eggnog. So. What is your take on non-alcoholic versus alcoholic? I have an alcoholic version in my refrigerator right now, and it's been sitting there for like two weeks, which if you know me at all, you know that that's fucking incredible. Yeah. Why is it sitting there? I just, I've never had it with alcohol in it before. Oh, I've, I've had it. And I don't like okay. it. I just like the regular eggnog. Right. So I'm like, I can't. Like, if I were to drink that eggnog, it will require me to go out and buy a non-alcoholic eggnog and mix the two motherfuckers together. Mm. So, like, say Southern Comfort, which makes a non-alcoholic eggnog. Go figure. But it's one of the best eggnogs. I'd have to go buy that and mix it with the one that's in the refrigerator in order for me to actually be able to drink it. And I don't know. I just I just feel like eggnog is something that my whole family enjoys. And for me to make a to to have an alcoholic version of it feels like it's excluding my kids from it. So it's just sitting there in a bottle. It's got rum in it. I might take it to the neck later on while I say, that's who should be on that tour of B2K. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. This song's dedicated. Okay. All right. Gangsterling? To been, it has been fun, guys. In the game. I gotta go. Hey. He said. Hey. He said, Hey, he said, Hey, <laughs> I saw Spider Man this weekend too. You put your- oh, oh, that looks hey. so good. Hey. And I'm like, I'm not even a big Spider Man fan. And I'm like, This looks really good. It was amazing. That's what I keep hearing. It was amazing. I'm on the fence about Bumblebee. 
and um, Aquaman. But I want to see Aquaman, not Aquaman. I want to see Bumblebee more than I want to see Aquaman. But I really want to see um, the Marwin movie. I've heard bad things about it. Really? Nominally yeah. bad things. Oh no! And I like Steve Carell and Janelle Monae's in it. Me too, but not everything you can do can be magic, I guess. I I have a cinema, so I'll be able to get in and see it for free. So I'll do that eventually. But I, it, uh, both people and reviews have been very, 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 very tepid. But I'm looking forward to seeing Bumblebee, which surprises me because I have not given a damn about a Transformers movie since Transformers the movie. Yeah, because that second one. Exactly. Oh, wow. Trina Braxton's ex-husband is dead at 43 from cancer. That is crazy. I was like, wait, what? Gabe Solis. He was 43. When I see stuff like that, selfishly, I get worried. Like, when I was 18 and I saw somebody die at 43, I was like, ha! Ah. But I'm 30... What am I? I'm 38 now. Oh, Nigga just dropping. From, like, everything. Niggas just dropping from eating lettuce. That's how food isn't safe. It's Nigga lettuce. The nastiest you know, thing in the world. The most useless thing in the world is a murderer. That's because, you know, our um, the marmalade demon has decided to gut the FDA and all of these um, agencies that actually take care of our food and have all these stipulations on what is safe for our food. And now, you know, farmers going all willy-nilly letting, you know, animals and bugs shit in our food and letting them ship it off to stores and now people getting sick. Because E. coli isn't shit. Oh. So I'm just going to park that there. Um, just saying. Ick. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. So, Ohio has decided that now's the time to start teaching kids how to do cursive. And I didn't even know they stopped. Oh, yeah. Right? Didn't they stop, like, a couple years ago? Because they're like, kids don't need to know this. I didn't yeah. know that. like, they don't? I mean, I mean, you got, pe- you got people who are very, like, pro-computer, you mm. know, who are basically, like, all they really need to know is how to sign their name, and it's not important and blah, 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 blah. But right. what I think of is like if they go to college, they still sometimes they still do those blue book essay things and you got to write that shit out. Yeah. So I can't imagine trying to print, you know, a two, you know, a two page essay or something about whatever fucking, you know, 101 history course you got to do or whatever, you know, just whatever. The thing, I just, I don't know. They got rid of it, but that's cool, I guess, that they're bringing it back. I just, I didn't know. I mean, like, they're saying that, you know, the computer, but they're still making motherfuckers learn math. That's true. We all have a calculator in our pocket right the fuck now. You might be listening to us on it. 
At which point, share with your friends. Um, but still, they they upgrading math. Why downgrade English? Why downgrade cursive? They making niggas do brand new math out of nowhere. Like, you know, what we need to do is take the one thing that was constant and make it as unconstant as fuck. There are now 29 ways to get the one plus one when you got to show examples. How the fuck you got to show examples for one plus one, Ruth? <laughs> Why do I need to make a table, Clyde? Well, you know, there's you know, there's educators who are just like, this is actually a good thing because they're, you know, by giving kids different ways to get to the same thing. It helps with problem solving and different kids learn different ways and and all that stuff, you know, as far as math is concerned. But then as far as like getting rid of English and stuff, motherfuckers don't care about those humanity things. You know, they care about STEM shit. So there's all this focus on math and science, but missing that. You need the you need art, you need, you know, literature, you need all these other things to inform kind of the decisions that you make, you know, as far as like the technology and shit, because you got these, you probably got these. That's why you got these dudes who I'm assuming it's probably more dudes than anything who make these programs. But the program does like something super shitty. But it's doing something super shitty because they've been conditioned not to care about people's feelings and shit and the the human side of things and how it affects other people is just like I made some shit. It works. Here it is. You know, I'm not going to worry about this person. I'm not going to be focused on the fact that I made a, a face recognition thing, but it only, you know, registers alabaster. Never mind if it's somebody brown. It just doesn't even focus. It won't even do anything. So... Yeah. Read a book. Mm. <laughs> you know, that isn't a math book. Right? Read a, read a biography. You know, inform yourself about other people and other situations. Be a well-rounded oh, person. Oh, yeah. We've been gone, but <laughs> Michelle Obama, who is like the bestest, oh. put out her autobiography, which was the bestest. Shantae won't let me read it on the on the show, y'all. Um, I didn't even ask. What? I just already know. It's not even a question. Like after I tried to sneak what? Trump in, Why? Back, what? No books. No books. Oh, oh, okay. No I wasn't I joking. It was just that terrible book. Yeah, it's it's Rachel Dolezal's fault. She killed Shantae. Um, <laughs> speaking of Rachel Dolezal, she kills everybody. Speaking of Rachel Dolezal, um, Rachel uh, decided to take a picture of her book along with Michelle Obama's book and said that they were both really important autobiographies that you should buy and read? Oh. Oh, gotta get get it how you live, I guess, girl. Nope. Nope, fuck her. (laughs) Nope, fuck her. It's like, oh, girl, if you don't just go... Can you just die? I don't say that a lot about people, but just, just die. I, oh, go, I'm I, sorry. Go no, nigga. Fuck you. Go directly to hell. Damn. I can attest that she doesn't usually tell niggas to die either. Like, um, go to hell. You can go to hell. Go directly to hell. You go to hell and you die. I'm just saying. Burn, burn. You and your terrible wig, burn. 
And that was Stephanie's who said that. So, um, yeah. There was a wrestler who was trying to wrestle uh, out in <sighs> New Jersey. Yep. And the referee is a racist. The referee was like, you can't wrestle unless you cut your dreads off. Mm-hmm. Instead of letting him have the cover over his head, which he already had, he told him the cover was not sufficient and told him to either chop off the locks or lose the match. Um, he he beat the guy he was wrestling against. I just want to take time out to uh, walk right past the referee who's gonna lose his fucking job, and there's a fucking as basis. he should. Like yeah, so it's, it's a given that he's gonna lose his job. I'm gonna walk right past him and put my finger directly into the chest of this kid's coach. Mm-hmm. As a coach talking to another coach and say, where the fuck were you at? Where were you, bro? Like, this is egregious. Where were you? Look, I, you know what? I don't even know. Like I said, bro, I'm not even sure. I don't even know. Where were you? Period. Where were you? You should be protecting your student. You should be protecting your athlete. You should be protecting your guy. The one who works, bleeds, sweats, cries for you. You should step up when they need you. And you just stood there and watched. And that's what's disappointing to me. On top of the referee. Yeah, because, you know, I saw this and I talked to a couple of people who weren't, you know, weren't coaches, but, you know, my friend's an athletic trainer. And she said it was going around her Facebook group. And she was like, there's not an actual rule about this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, there, there wasn't a rule. So he wasn't breaking a rule. You were just, you know, it's just asserting his power and this whole weird thing that we do about black hair that we demonize black hair. As if his hair was giving him some sort of um, leg up. And also, this uh, this isn't early in the season. So he has had this hair the entire wrestling season. And nobody has told him to cut it. They were just telling him to cover his hair, which is what you're supposed to do. He's like, okay, your hair is kind of long. You got to cover it. He did have a cover. You told him he had to cut it. And the bad part about it is y'all cut it. And the part that kills me, if he had said, no, I'm not going to do it. And he would have lost and probably his team would have lost. Everybody would have been calling him selfish. Right. Instead, they're call, calling him selfless. Well, at least the the reporter who I saw tweeting about it called him exactly. called him selfless, and he, and he just, got checked. He got. I think like, he got checked extra hard. But yeah, as he should have been, because I'm like, this isn't a feel good story. I'm like, wonder. See, he won. I'm like, uh, I'm sorry. If I had watched my opponent have to cut his hair just to play, I would have been like, yeah, he can win. I don't. It's not that deep. Why would you ask him to cut his hair? It's like no, that's it's not that's not okay because one, if he he's demonized for having the hair, he would have been demonized if he said no, you're not going to cut my hair. So it's like it was, and then his whole team was like, man, why couldn't you just cut it? Yeah, and it's it's like he was in like a rock in a hard place, and he was upset as he should be. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like I had to do all this, and y'all whipped out them scissors so quick. I'm like, I agree with Shani. I'm like, where was the coach? I'm like, wait a minute, that's not a rule, so why are you telling him he has to cut his hair? Also, also, 
the person who cut his hair? If I remember that was correctly, the trainer. the trainer. Where were you at? Somebody needs to stand up for this kid. There's a white referee telling a black kid that they must submit. The white trainer hopped up like Daniel immediately with scissors. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna ride for this kid. But that's that's but that's whiteness working. That's really what that is. That they will fall in line with each other, then fall in line behind some behind another black person or another person of color. Because right. it's clear, like you know, like Stephanie said, it's not a rule, but they'll fall in line behind each other, then fall in line, you know, on some wrong shit, then fall in line behind somebody black on some right on some right shit, on some correct shit. Like they exactly. made, like they, like they made the choice that I think a lot, a lot of motherfuckers would make, because they're gonna defer to authority, even when yeah. the shit is wrong. Yeah, because I mean, y'all act like there aren't white kids who have long hair and they just tuck it in a ponytail. Y'all don't do this to white kids with long hair, right? Like there's all you just assume they're supposed to. There's girls who play, I mean, who who wrestle now and they have long hair. They're, I'm sure they figured out a way to wrestle and keep all their hair at the same time. I mean, just like there's boys who have long hair, there's girls who have long hair, there's all kinds of people who have long hair and they wrestle. But somehow this kid whose whose dreads weren't even that long mm-hmm. to begin with, like they weren't even That's like the, they weren't even down part. his back. Like he looked like he had like you know like starter locks. Like he probably started like in the last year or two or whatever with his locks. Yeah. Right. And now he's got to cut them, and he looked so distraught like you know the guy like the referee's holding up his hand like he won and he looked broken in that moment it's like how it's like just what good is when you said on twitter it's like what good is winning if your spirit is broken at the end of it like that's terrible like he should be able he should have been able that something like that shouldn't have been tainted for him and i think that's what's fucked up too because i feel like that's what happened to black kids to people of color they have an interest they love that interest, but then something happens and taints it. You know, mm-hmm. somebody makes them feel like they're not worthy of it or they can't do it because they're black or whatever and just fucks it all up. You know, so now he has to wrestle with that memory and with and and, and then also have to deal with he, he has to learn that. You know that possibly if he didn't already know it, that that white people don't have his back, even when they're supposed to be on, they're supposed to be a quote unquote mm-hmm. team. They don't have his back. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because I mean, even if you listen to the video, there were people who were booing, but I, I feel like that's not enough. No, it's like booing is like the lowest bar, like when the bar is the floor. But for y'all just go boo, that's terrible. I'm like, um. Where is his parent? Because I couldn't have been his mama. Like, I know one thing. You better not cut my son's hair. You know where the parents were. It's a fucking wrestling match. They didn't go. Don't nobody go to wrestling matches. That's fucked up. I mean, maybe they weren't. I mean, truly, maybe they weren't there. You you never really know. Maybe they weren't there. Right. Because, I mean, it also could have been the time of the day, I I guess. It don't matter if it's 8 o'clock at night. Ain't nobody going. Nobody goes to see wrestling Nobody sees the singlet. <laughs> Niggas ain't going to see wrestling matches. That's why he was able to pull this off. 
real talk. I'm sorry. Real talk. the the parents need to have words with the coach. I'm like, why would you let him cut my son's hair? Let this have been a room full of black folks who were actually there to see this event go down, and he wouldn't have had the balls to do it. This could have happened in an empty room. Yeah. It's like, and it's so sad. I'm like, why are we demonizing our children? And I know this is high school, but he's still a child. He's not 18. He's not 21. He's not 25. He's not 30. This is a child who is still maturing. And this is the message we're sending. If you want to do something, you better fall in line. It's like, uh, when one, he wasn't doing anything wrong. It's like, what, what are we doing? Stop demonizing black hair. Mm-hmm. Just disgusting. Mm-hmm. So, Idris Elba. Woo! I pause for that. Woo! Woo! I, I pause Woo! for that. Woo! Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, go ahead. You, you sure? I'm sorry, you didn't mention The Rock, too, because that's another. I like trains. I like trains. <laughs> <laughs> The, the Rock posts one more picture of him and Idris, and I'm going to just start putting train emojis under his picture. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you signed up for. I don't know I, how you exactly. designed. Hey. Just, this is what you came for. Just, <laughs> I like just, train. Just, just don't be surprised if somebody rattles the door handle. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> The Idris was asked in an interview with the Sunday Times if it's hard to be a man in Hollywood now due to the Me Too movement, which has led to a broader reckoning against sexual misconduct. Uh, Idris had this to say in his response. It's only difficult if you're a man with something to hide. Woo, man. It is blowjob Friday for him. <laughs> <laughs> That sucks though. Like I get it, I get it, and then at the same time, it's just like the bar is just in the dirt. The the bar is under the floor. So low. That's a common sense answer. Yeah. I I didn't want to be that dude who was like I said that a long time ago, but everybody has said that a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, but it's also it's not been somebody. In Hollywood, who is genuinely famous who said that? Everybody else has just been like, you know, folks like yourself, people on Twitter, but it hasn't been somebody of Idris's caliber to say that. It's been mostly like, oh, you gotta look at things differently, gotta carry yourself differently. He's the one said, if you got something to hide, this is a problem. If you don't, then it's not. Like, I don't handle problems. Basically, because I mean, because you got because it's like, you know, Henry Cavill a few months ago came out and was making it seem like, oh, man, I can't I don't know how to flirt with women anymore, you know, or whatever. I don't know how to approach women. And it's just like you fucking Henry Cavill, dude. Just Um, I don't understand. Like, I I don't know. I can tell you exactly what to say. Um, I'm Superman. Oh, pull your dick out. I feel like that's (laughs) all you got to do. Like, what are we doing? I'm like, why are you saying it's difficult? You're fucking superman 
like just, what is wrong with you there's somebody who there's someone ready for you right now mm-hmm. so i mean right. you could get enthusiastic consent I like i don't understand i'm all about it but but yeah it was great that that it's it sucks that the bar is in the dirt is under the ground and at the same time it told i mean the common sense answer is still a good answer to hear coming from at least somebody mm-hmm. you know so you know good for Idris Elba on that front right seriously anytime Idris just pull it out or <laughs> This is another distress signal. I'm just... <laughs> oh, God. So, Stephanie? Uh-huh. Uh, go ahead and do your shout-outs. Shout-out to Edith Elba. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Shout-out to Trades. I like Trades. Okay, I'm I'm okay, seriously. Um shout out to uh Ricky, Jay and Asa. Um we are continuing on with the Ratchet Aunties and Uncles hour. We're having a very good time. Those are my niggas. I fucks with them heavy. Um shout out to uh Ashani and Shante. I fucks with them heavy. Shout out to Cook from Cook and the Gooch. Actually, Gooch as well. I fuck with them heavy. Um, shout out to everybody who is uh, missing somebody during this holiday season. Shout out to folks who are dealing with depression during holiday season. Uh, special shout out to my friend Jason. Jason Williams is a comedian. Also, a friend of mine from high school. His birthday is today, and his father is having quadruple bypass surgery today as well. Um, so just thinking about him and his family, and because it really caught them by surprise. So please keep his family in your prayers. If you know prayer, please keep him in prayer. Um, but yeah, shout out to everybody who is celebrating a holiday with people that they love and I hope everybody is enjoying their holiday time if they get holiday time off yeah that's all I got Shante uh, yeah I want to echo Stephanie's uh, sentiment for everybody who's uh, celebrating with people that they that they love and they care about and uh, going through it if they are during this time uh we still fuck with you if you're uh-huh. if you know by listening to the show we still fuck with you even if nobody fucks with you Tupac cares if don't nobody else care <laughs> and yeah hopefully you know by the time people hear this it'll probably be Christmas so hopefully you know they've had a, a you know a great holiday and that's it yeah. shout out to trains I like trains <laughs> An enthusiastic consent. How about that? Yes, it is very enthusiastic for Idris and Dwayne Johnson. But not Kevin Hart. Fuck that nigga. (laughs) I'm just kidding. He looked like he hung low. I might have to give it a second thought. Oh, my God.
So hopefully if the Lord says the same next year, we'll have another ratchet holiday uh, extravaganza. Um, this is the third one. We've done two with Jeremy. Now we've done one with Stephanie. Um, shout out to the real kings of R- R&B. Apparently that's Tank, Usher, Trey Songs, Chris Brown, and why they got Leon on there? Because <laughs> the ain't nobody well, coming to see Jaquise. Ain't nobody coming to see um R either. Oh <laughs> God. Um. Oh God. I hope y'all have a wonderful Christmas. I hope you um are able to, if you want, talk to somebody that you haven't talked to in a while. Or if they want, like seriously, like sometimes you ain't supposed to talk to people that you fell out with. Sometimes you ain't supposed to make up. And I know that y'all think that the happy ending is in that reconciliation because apparently Cardi and Offset did it. But sometimes you'd be happier if you just leave that shit alone. Even if you are the one who caused the issue, don't apologize. Like, don't apologize over and over again. Just move on. Sometimes people are better and stronger because you're not in their lives anymore like that. Sometimes it just bees like that. And sometimes people just ain't going to fuck with you. That's my gift to you. The simple truth is sometimes no matter what you do, no matter how good of a person you think you are, no matter what good things you think you've done, people just don't want to fuck with you. And it hurts. It hurts because you try and figure out what's wrong with you and there's nothing wrong with you. Literally, there's people who like liver. I don't fuck with it. I don't fuck with chitlins. There's people who like that. Hog mogs. I don't fuck with it. Shantae doesn't fuck with a gang stuff. Like ketchup, if I remember correctly. No, I, I like ketchup. Ketchup's awesome. But there was something else that was like, I was just like awestruck. I don't like peanut butter. It doesn't like peanut butter, y'all. What? It stinks. Oh, boy. <laughs> it smells like peanuts. Um, <laughs> it's smelly, nasty stuff. But anyway, hey, shut up to you if you like it, though. But, you know, she's not obligated to like it. it. No matter what. Like, they can go to the end of the road, and it just ain't going to happen. So this Christmas, what you need to do, honestly, my gift to you is for you to just really untether yourself, unburden yourself of all of the old relationships you're holding on to, hoping that you get a chance to get that last word, because you're really not hoping for reconciliation. You just want them to come back. Yeah, you don't have to like peanut butter, just like trains. I'm going to ask my wife if she likes to train and her eyes are going to get hella big. And then I'm going to be on the couch like a motherfucker and it's going to be Stephanie's fault. I didn't tell you go talk to her. <laughs> Don't you say that to Nisha. I'm going to play it on the show. No, yeah, play it. And you can play the part where I say, don't, don't ask Nisha that. About a train for Christmas? Nope. <laughs> I'll put on my hat, my wizard I... hat. <laughs> My bro. I like trains. <laughs> this single song cast episode three twenty six. Everybody, um, be good. 
shout out to you uh, who are sharing the show, listening to the show, uh, blessing other people with your just honest love and appreciation um, and are just able to listen without speaking. That's a gift. That's a real gift. If you can find somebody who can listen without speaking, they're a real one. Tell them all your shit. Other than that, episode 326, she's Shantae, she's Stephanie, I'm Rashani. We out. Peace. Choo-choo. <laughs> Damn. You killed Stephanie. Which could be the rock and the Idris Elbow. <laughs> That's my type of carrying on. This is single simulcast. Don't know by now that you're listening.